like, damn, I just, uh, I had a, I had a <laughs> No, 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 like, that, like, no, 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 like, these guys have, like, like clap, one, two, three, yeah, clap, not, thing. Not with the, the new system, we don't. I'm, we don't. I'm sorry, I'm just, that's so. what I'm used to, so I'm like, are we clapping? It's like, I was just waiting for it, like, we get quiet and shit. Hello and welcome to the 551 Podcast. My name is Wes Verdine. I am joined in the dank basement by Rodrigo Sanchez Javaria. How are you, man? I'm a busy day. Good to be here, though. Yeah, well, it, it, it's good to have you back. Uh, it's good to have Mark Fangmeyer back. Hello. The uh, Lord of the Watches. That's what I do. Um, yep. Still not. Still haven't fixed that Benedetti watch, though. Uh, maybe. It's, is it an omen to not fix it until the season starts? I mean... I'm just making it up as I go, really. It's the off-season. Yeah. Uh, and finally, back on the show, it's probably been two months, Alex Schieferdecker. Hi. Hey, man. How's everyone going? Great. I just realized I was talking into the wrong side. I was going to say, it's like you sounded like you were so far away. <laughs> I, um, I, moved all, I, I moved all the equipment upstairs. <laughs> I'm not going to fix this. I moved all the equipment upstairs because God knows I'm not bringing doc, Dr. Bill McGuire down to my basement. Uh, <laughs> Why not? This is where all the magic yeah. happens. Yeah, Do I need yeah. to turn my mic around too, or are we good? No, you're good. You sound, <laughs> okay. you sound spectacular. Oh my god! Hey. Uh, plus, yours actually is labeled front and back. Well, that helps. Mine, mine just has. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so I did. I just had to reset up all the equipment, which usually I don't have to do. Anyway, uh, Alex, great to hear from you. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Glad that everyone is well practiced in mid-season form. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, off-season treating you well. How's trivia night? Uh, I haven't been to trivia night in a while. Actually, it's funny because this is this should be the time to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. What have you been doing with your non-podcast time? You've been too busy for us. Well, the, yeah, I've just been really busy overall. Okay, all right. It's just taking over Twitter. That's right. what he's doing. Sorry to disappoint. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's this getting ready for disappointment uh, is part of getting ready for the, it's part of off season or preseason treatment uh, training. Um, uh, just before we get going, February 6th, it is now uh, a little over a week away. It's the death loon solstice at the black heart. It's um, seven o'clock. There's going to be a party. We're going to have a live podcast to talk about all the, the kind of craziest stories we can think of from the NASL days. We're going to debate the uh, Minnesota United best 11 from the de- uh, last decade. Head coach Carl Craig was going to join, but he's got to go out of town. He was going to join Jeff Reuter and Bruce McGuire. Um, and so assistant coach, former Minnesota Thunder star, NSC Minnesota Stars, uh, and then Minnesota Stars uh, uh, player and then assistant coach. Kevin Friedland, he's going to step in and join us. He has his own crazy set of stories. Um he also is slightly more understandable when he talks. Um, and so uh, we'll also <laughs> unveil this year's patron saint uh, as well. And so okay. can you give uh, us any clues as to what these? No. Oh. Re- remind us of the last two patron saints have been. Uh, yeah. So the, the in- inaugural one uh, that, that we unveiled last January was um, uh, Buzz Lagos. And then um, we, uh, for, for the U.S. women's game in town, we unveiled uh, Brianna Scurry, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then we've got one that, for a drag queen, um, and so I think those are the only three we have, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you have like one candle only, right? Is that the yeah, Ibsen I thought candle? Ibsen had a candle. Well, Ibsen has a candle. That was more of an uh, an unofficial thing that Colin Solberg bought a couple of candles, and so I don't know. Okay. Colin is just in charge of the candles. So he's so. just he's just a martyr, but he's not a yeah. saint. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't was, Jerry have a candle too? Yeah. Uh, Jerry does, yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, yeah. I, they're lesser saints, you know. You, you have they have, 
they have not yet been canonized, but they are. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure what we consider them. I, I don't know. Collins and we've, we've only determined one one miracle or something that it, that it's been created. We have to, we're looking for a second, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So we'll unveil that that new like one. Nailing wow. yeah. his kid in the face, playing after playing after table. Is that a miracle? <laughs> <laughs> it is a miracle. Um, so uh, anyway, so let's let me. Well, on, on the podcast, we've got, I won't even say what we're going to talk about. Everyone knows. There's like three basic pieces of news. So let's do a, a roundabout of non-Minnesota United news uh, what, to, to get started. Um, first of all, uh, Chicharito, Mexican Wondolowski, has signed for... Uh, who? Uh, <laughs> who are you wooing? Wondolowski or, or Chicharito? Chicharito. Never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's an up-and-coming up uh, Mexican forward. So he signed for the LA Galaxy, Los Angeles. Galaxy. And he's already retiring. It's a quick career arc. <laughs> we can debate about that whole thing, but uh, sorry, there's a real the opening people, already. Because people don't don't yeah. they don't understand Spanish that the retirarse can have several meanings. So. I, I, I I did oh. see a lot of uh, Liga MX fans mm-hmm. uh, who had uh, Latino names who seemed to be Mexican fans who. Reddit as retired. They're just, who, they're, who they're just Russian make, bots. That's what they, they are. They're, they're just, just Russian bots. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to turn me against exactly. MX. They exactly. They're, they're they're the anti MLS Russian bots. You know, they're everywhere now. Um. So, uh, Chicharito is he going to be better than Carlos Vela? Is this a bigger signing than, than Zlatan? No. It, okay. There we go. Well, no, I guess no, no that, for either. That's, that's, no, that's I'm just not debate, really yeah. impressed with him. Like he's kind of flamed out from the Premier League. Like. Play that, you know, the Le- Liga, but he didn't. I mean, he was okay. Yeah, not great. But I think I think those are, those, those are different questions. Is he going to be better than Zlatan? No, I don't think he's going to be better than Zlatan because Zlatan could physically dominate the league in a way that nobody else can. But is he a bigger signing than anyone else? Yeah, he's a bigger signing than anyone else. I mean, he's the most popular. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. There are he's the most popular player for the largest like hyphenated nationality in America. How about I mean, Blanco? He, he is, especially in Southern California. Yeah, Blanco was probably a bigger signing though, right? Yeah, I would think so. Well, how old was Blanco when he signed? Uh, I mean he's like he was older than he is now currently, I believe, right? He was in his <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was. It's weird. They signed him at fifty eight, and then now he's Benjamin Button That's down right. to thirty two. They should re-sign him. That would be amazing. That totally. Would, that would definitely not be a Chicago Fire move. He's now too young for them to sign. No, they just they just take a lot of a lot of former players. That's what they do. He's younger now. Uh, he was seventy three when they signed him. I'm pretty sure he's ninety eight now. Still spry. He's got no neck. But I don't know. But um, he was. I mean, Chicharito is what thirty three, thirty two. Like I think they were the same age. I think, well, uh, Blanco, I think, was 33 when he was signed. Blanco just looks like he's been aged by packs of cigarettes and, and the sun way more than yeah. Chicharito. Chicharito moisturizes. So, he does? I mean, you've, you've looked that up? Yeah. Apparently it's out there. He's also about to hit, like, prime old man strength. So, <laughs> Chicharito? Yeah, like, you know, like, when old guys get old, they somehow get stronger. And he's about to hit that peak right there. So you're there. stronger? 
No. <laughs> I, Aren't you? I, I'm a late bloomer, apparently, with old man strength. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on turning 42, mm. and I'm still not strong. <laughs> yeah. It skipped, yeah. it skipped me, for sure. Um, anyway. Uh, all right. Um, uh, Portland signed uh, Pumas' 26-year-old Philippe Mora. Felipe, maybe. Um, uh, he's Chilean. Uh, oh, boo. Seems Sorry. Like, seems like, uh, yeah, but would you take him? Felipe? Yeah. No, I have like a list of proven players that are much better than okay. that. You know right. that. Yeah. What kind of question yeah. is Did that? Did Portland ever get their money back from <laughs> Brian Fernandez? Um, uh, it's still, I think there's a lawsuit. It's a lawsuit, right? right? Yeah. So who, who's, who is going to be better this coming year? Is it going to be Chicharito? Is it going to be Mora? Is it going to be Pulido? Who's going to have a better season? Flores. Who did Pulido sign for? <laughs> Kansas City. Pulido signed for Kansas City. Right. I'm going to oh. say Chicharito just because he has Pavon. Like, He's got a supporting cast, at least. I don't know if he has enough well, supporting cast. Well, he has twist. fellow attackers. The question is, can LA keep the ball? Keep the ball? Like, can they possess the ball? I can they, they win signed... the ball in the defensive third? I'm not so sure. Didn't LA sign a couple new yeah. defenders, too? I thought yeah, so. they'll be bad. They, they, they don't. I don't know. <laughs> They're so top-heavy, as usual. So are we, are we predicting, then, that the Galaxy don't make the playoffs, then? Is that what we're saying? No, I have no idea. I'm just I'm asking who's going to be better. Uh, I I mean I would say, um, that's, that's actually a great question. Flores, of course. I would say um, <laughs> yeah. I, I know very little about. Yes, Flores is a winger though, so we're talking strikers. Doesn't matter. He still scores. He likes to play on there or not. You think Flores yeah. is going to score more than all three of these guys combined? No. Yeah. But... Oh no, not combined. But what about the um, Adam the... Jarvey? If you're listening, who <laughs> answer this question yeah. for us? Who is going to score more in MLS? I don't know that much about Mora, but it feels like Mora is fitting into the most complete situation. What about the, like the Canadian tank guy that's going to Vancouver? What's his, is his nickname? The Cavallini? Tank? Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I was just asking him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think Chicharito scores over twenty goals. Really? Yeah, okay. I think twenty goals. Twenty or over? Yeah, a little twenty-one. I'll say twenty-one. There you go. There you I go. think he does that's, an okay eleven this year. I think that the oh, um, seventeen. Okay. All right, there we go. I think that he kind of is a. Is we should a have like a running tab list of our of our bold predictions. The great somewhere. thing is like no one ever writes this shit down. I know. So right? say it's it like it's like we just say whatever number we want next week. But I'm I'm going to go on a limb and say that he's going to have at least ten times more tackles this year than uh, Zlatan did. So, oh, oh wow, <laughs> that's well, mm-hmm. bold, that's ten bold. times. Actually, I'll say no because uh, ten times zero is. I zero. think he had one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, uh, Josie is being jo- uh, shopped around by uh, Toronto because he, uh, they, I think, you know. Because he con- spoke the truth. Yeah, he spoke the truth mm-hmm. about how, he's, he's spoken about how they handled other people's injuries, but basically he, he called uh, Toronto's uh, team to task for how they handled but Michael Bradley's Josie goofed injuries. up. What he should have done is written a tell-all book about it mm-hmm. and then have that revealed midway through the season. Mm-hmm. And then that would have really thrown a wrench in Toronto's uh, Toronto's uh, season affairs. Yeah. Then, they, then they would have had a difficulty getting rid of him. It's very topical. I mean, I feel like sorry. Podcast is obsolete. <laughs> I feel like six million dollars guaranteed for a guy on the last year of his contract is going to be impossible to get rid of, anyways. Uh, the, I mean, probably he would be <clears throat> traded to someone in the immediately sign a smaller deal. But he's or, guaranteed. So why would he agree to that? If you're guaranteed $6 million this year, why would you agree to go somewhere else and get paid less? That's true. 
but, but the team can also buy out his contract, right? right? We are they get all one familiar, buyout, right? We're yeah. all familiar yeah. with a yeah. one-time buyout. Yeah, exactly. Six right? million dollar <laughs> buyout. <laughs> but, it, but hey, but if it needs to happen, then it is going to happen. But it doesn't need to happen. And when he's been healthy, he's been so good for them. I don't. This is it's it's like petty and stupid. Other, he was right. They they screwed up Bradley's injury. No, they did. And I agree. I mean, clearly there's more behind the scenes. It's not just this, right? But, like, you, you'd hope that adults would be able to deal with it. Which then brings but up the question, that. right? Then the question is, what, what kind of season is do we do we think Toronto is going to have? Are they going to, you know, do a DC United? Who knows? Like well, tank, tank, tank the first first half of the season? And how then, do they make the MLS Cup? That was yeah. the weirdest thing. Well, it's completely inexplicable. I think they do tank for a bit, but... um. I mean, because he's gone my, three, four months, right? And then there's yeah. rehab, right? Or is that including rehab? I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, my question is more about Josie. Would would you take Josie, who maybe you'll get uh, twenty five games out of him? Maybe you'll only get thirteen for six million. It's it's not very easy to think who would take him. Not at yeah, six. Not for yeah. what he's getting paid, but if you can get him for less, if yeah. Toronto will eat some of his salary, then you absolutely should yeah, take Minnesota him because take he's so two million. Yeah, that's what I'm he, saying. Two million. He's still pretty unplayable in MLS when he is healthy, mm-hmm. and obviously that's a big caveat. But I mean, he's he's very good. Mm. I mean, if they, I know, I know there aren't that many in, intra league loans, but if they loaned him to us for two million dollars, we pay his salary for two million and give them. I'd give him, uh, you know, eight hundred in gam for that right. for a year to, to basically give you a year to set up the rest of your team. Since we know that the striker is going to be a, you know, we only right now have two strikers. Three. Actually, three. Is Toronto one Bentley. of the? Oh, you can't count a kid taken in the eightieth or ninetieth round as anything. It's on the roster. Oh, no, we the website. No, that's right. It's on no. the website. It's on the roster. We'll accept. But no, isn't Toronto yeah. one of like the four teams or three teams or whatever that uh, Mr. United isn't playing this year? That's true. So if there was a team to be loaned to, it'd be us who do not play them until the finals. Excuse me while I text Dr. <coughs> Bill McGuire. Uh, <laughs> he texts back, why are you texting me? <laughs> who are you? Who is this? Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I made... I may try to tweet that out and hope that someone sees it. Uh, um, Houston signed uh, Minnesotan uh, Cody Cropper uh, going with the uh, the loons of the South uh, vibe down there. Um, he's going to be probably the the ba- he'll, he will be the backup there. But I mean um, from from the from the Instagram pictures that I've been able to see of 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 Darwin, <laughs> he just looks happy. I don't know why. Like he's got this bigger smile that I've seen since like. First, when he first signed over here and started playing, it was you like, know, you know how much Christian is fucking with everyone by taking pictures of him. Right, of I know, right? doing together. the same thing. That is, he's like doing that. He literally he's, he's trolling us. I think he's doing it just to me. Like he oh, knows really? oh. what he's doing to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which, when is uh, Miguel Barra gonna be joining them? I have no idea. I, I every I keep hearing every few weeks. I talk to someone who is more uh, in touch with the world than me. And I hear like a new team he's linked to. Um, Nothing concrete, though. So yeah, I mean, training camps are starting, and it's like, okay, I don't know, maybe he'll be in USL this year. Um, Oh, sorry. Be really, (laughs) be really depressing if that that happens. If that happens, I'm gonna. But I mean, he needs to go somewhere and play and feel happy. So 
Um, I, I think uh, Seattle. That, yeah, I think he could do a job in, in at so many of these clubs uh, that um, you know maybe they make him renegotiate his contract. To, but if you get him for, he's only making three hundred thousand now. But geez, it's very weird. Um, uh, other news: Chase Gasper. He's in the twenty-two man squad. Uh, um, traveling to to play uh, Costa Rica. It's a, it's a home game, but I forget where they're playing. But Did, that, that's um, is that finally being televised? Yeah, ESPN News, or you can just go to Blackheart of Saint Paul. So two fifty-five, I think, is the kickoff. But um, uh, so that's yeah, we're gonna put that on the big screen. And also, I saw that he was injured for a while. Oh, like he like. Who? Uh, Gasper. Oh. He had, like I saw like uh, some comments from Burhalter that said he was like, for the first 10 days he was kind of out, and now he's coming back again. He should be ready to go for the match. Oh. Oh. Well. He said he took a knock. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, and then they're playing in a... Probably they're playing in person. Probably. He probably took a knock <laughs> when he was... Uh, he tried to do a, a jump slide over a car uh, hood, um, like because he's a cop. And he was chasing it. He was chasing a burglar. Chasing. My wife thinks his new haircut looks really nice. I haven't seen it. Yeah. What does he look like? It's just it's like it just looks better. It's not hiding like the fact that he has a receding hairline. It just looks a little bit better. So like so like, I was gonna say what hair? But yeah. yeah. You could go the uh, West. This Bedine, is the content people West really want. Oh, you really want to go there? <laughs> yeah. Alex. But, what are, didn't didn't Paul also say something come back. about Toy though? Did I, did I misread that? Or? Yeah. No. He also told like he's. He, I think he said he called Toy and said that uh, we need you to be more consistent, score more. Yeah. And but we're keeping an eye on you, and we were thinking about calling you up for this camp. But keep scoring goals, and you know, give him a couple pointers of what to improve on. And <laughs> yeah, I said, assume we gave him a little more specific feedback than score more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's what he be, probably be more said. consistent. Be more consistent. More is pretty much uh, yeah. pretty much covers it. Um, that's our that's our next tifo. Uh, right? <laughs> With that, so so uh, we're uh, I'm I'm gonna uh, cut to uh, to a break here in a second, but um, wanted to to make a plug that later in this week I'll finally be releasing the interview I did with Dr. Bill, um, uh, where we talk about um, let's see stadium development, the front office shakeup, which uh, you know is is pretty interesting. Did it? No, I didn't give the, a copy of this to any of you. No, guys. I, well I have a Patron. Oh, you are you are you are you are a, a, a patron. Wait, you, 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 you have patron. You're on it. Yeah. You brought um, the did, did you listen to it? Yeah. Okay. What, what did you? What did you give? Give the give. Give me feedback here of what you thought was the most interesting, so that the listeners can get. Um. I mean, actually, the development part I thought was kind of the most interesting part. Like, especially because like I'm a St. Paul guy. Like I love yeah. St. Paul, and so like any sort of like like what's happening, what's going to be going on with the super block, all of that. I thought was kind of fascinating, especially how he said he wanted to be more of like a neighborhood as opposed to just like we're gonna put a bunch of buildings up whoever wants to you know put a building up first can put the building up then we're gonna he's like it's much yeah. more thoughtful than that which i thought was very interesting uh it, it, it takes me it's all i can do to in those conversations to not treat it like a conversation and be like well i, I want to make a case for what how thing you know blah 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 this is how <laughs> you know try to try to influence it a bit but i try to be uh when i interview people i try to pretend to be professional um, so anyway, uh, on Patreon, uh, they everyone who's a Patreon already got a chance to listen to the interview, um, and so that was that Patreon. Our site was previously run largely for the website and podcast, but 
um, Bill, who took over as editor a couple of years ago, kind of uh, ran it, and the money went to kind of pay all the writers as a pittance, you know, but to to like you know keep people involved. So the website's becoming you know basically an archive now. And uh, so the Patreon has kind of been shifted over just for the the podcast. We used that money to buy new equipment last year. We've got a couple new mics here. We've got our new board that needs to be a new mic because I'm I've got problems with it. But um, anyway, so one of the things that we're trying to do is like actually like rethink how we're doing um, uh, incentives because we weren't really doing them much before and people were being awesome and supporting us. Um, but one of them is uh, for three dollars a month, uh, you we're going to invite you to the the Slack channel where we can all just shoot the shit about soccer. And uh, um, I, I will just say that I, I noticed today that. Uh, we have a. I know I. I hadn't looked at the names of who's a uh, patron, and uh, a certain father of a certain young striker is apparently <laughs> is apparently a patron. And so you mean uh, you mean Tomas Chacon's dad? He's <laughs> no. not a striker. Tomas Chacon. If I saw Chacon there, that would be pretty amazing. Anyway, so now now I'm really. I'm gonna talk to Pablo. See if we can make it happen. I already I already was always really uh, uh, careful about uh, knowing that Susan Miller was was uh, uh, um, you know well, was always Susan listening. She, support, she probably yeah. doesn't listen anymore. She's moved on. Uh, she's still playing piano at the Black Art like three times a week. But um, uh, anyway. So, uh, Vincent, uh, thanks for listening. Um, anyway, let's take a break. Uh, so, yeah, go to uh, Patreon. Uh, we'll tweet it out this week from the, the, the whatever, but patreon.com uh, slash 551 um, and, uh, and support us. That's is that pretty all spelled awesome. out or is that 551? Uh, I think it's all spelled out. It's okay. all spelled out. I should, I, I'm working on this, guys. Um, so <laughs> we can totally tell. Let's, let's. That's the professional part of you coming out right there. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Either to retire or to remove yourselves from a certain event, object, situation, Continent. location. Like, me retiro, like, I'm going to leave. Like, right, that's another way to say I'm leaving. It's a formal, formal way. I mean, but. also saying you're kind of retiring the dream. Yeah, like, I, I just, fine. I just thought it was just overall, just like people were making too much of a big deal about it. Yeah, I mean, because it's, just, it's, 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 we never get to see the human <clears throat> side of transfers. Yes, and this is one where you get I'm, to see all sides. I mean, he's in his thirties, or like, yeah, yeah. go where the money is yeah. and yeah. think about your future. Yeah, exactly. And where, and when his mom was on the phone and like he was like bawling and like mom said, well, I was like, well, mom said, I was like, dang. Like also like old old ass <clears throat> players go and play in Liga MX all the time. Too. That's right. So, mm-hmm. uh, Rafa Marquez, Rafa yeah, Marquez exactly. still playing from yeah. I mean, is he still playing? No, I'm sorry. Zlatan is playing. <laughs> in the, I mean, he could be playing, and I have no hey, idea. Guillermo, Guillermo Ochoa is still playing. I uh, yeah yeah. I mean, Zlatan's playing this year in Italy. Yeah, Reti- well, well, retirement league over there. Yeah, it's a retirement. That's right. That's what I it wish is. MLS could get over this, like inferiority complex about the retirement league thing. Like, as you said, like people go and play in leagues all the time where they, you know, want to play at the end of their career. It's like we're MLS doesn't need anyone's affirmation anymore. It is what it is. I think most MLS fans are over it. It's just tired. You'd get tired of hearing cliches. Like, 
just yeah. and it's just, and it's only you know it's in response to the the chicharito thing it's only like people who who don't give a shit they just want to troll and so all right so i'm hmm. going to start the next segment since uh, i was still recording so um <laughs> Or I, start, I started re-recording halfway through that pod, uh, conversation. Um, all right, so back on the fifty-five-one podcast, uh, Fred Emming, Minnesota United have a uh, a homegrown player now. He is a sixteen-year-old. Uh, I see people. Is like, he fifteen still? Is he fifteen? They turn sixteen oh. soon. Yeah, uh, he's 15. a sophomore, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. So fifteen. He's Central 16. High School, St. Paul. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just wonder, uh, I wonder how a certain Dave missed that part. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, anyway, he's the first uh, um, homegrown uh, player. He's a former Blackhawk. Um, simple Blackhawk. Let's make, let's make that clear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Simple Blackhawk. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> briefly played with the Chicago hockey team. <laughs> exactly. We don't never really caught on. Oh, sorry. I, I, thought, I, I thought you were saying he, 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 used, he used to be part of the Blackhawk Nation. <laughs> 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 you know, that, that is important. Names are important. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Saint, former uh, Saint Paul Blackhawk. Um, uh, he's. I see people raving about him being a 15 year old uh, who's six foot five. Like I was six foot five as a 15 year old. I also did not weigh 200 pounds. I weighed like 160 pounds and looked like a fucking freak. But uh, uh, yeah, you know. Oh, you set yourself up so perfectly for that. I'll leave yeah, that one alone. Yeah. Oh, I still look like a freak. Thank no, you, Rodrigo. No, Thank no, you. No, no, Thank you. No. All right. Uh, I, I, and you guys can... I'm going to go through some news things here, but tell me what you want to talk about. If you want to say anything about Emming, is this... Is it... How how high level of great moment is this? Is it just like... I think it's just smart. I mean, yeah. potential asset who could be moving on and like... I mean, I mean, I assume the academy is like one year at a time. So, like, if he's mm-hmm. after that year, if he wants to go somewhere else, he t- probably totally right. can. Exactly. Yeah. So it's smart if you. I mean, he had like some call ups to the uh, youth national teams, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's super smart. If you think he's going to be a long term asset, yeah. sign him cheap right now, lock him in, That's, and then develop him and see how it goes. Yeah. That's exactly what well, I was. We've thinking. already seen guys like Chris Richards or Giorena yeah. have one good international tournament. And then they get snapped up immediately by a top European club. Yeah. So it's really important if you get the chance, even at 16, even though he's nowhere near the first team, that he be someone who you can be compensated for if he signs. Yeah. I mean, one of, so one of the, that's what the club is doing. One here. of the things I did ask Dr. Bill about um, uh, was, was the academy. And it's a similar thing I've asked him before about. And, and there's a real hesitancy from the team. I think it comes from Dr. Bill or, or he uh, represents it or whatever. But um, in that, like no one like, okay, they're going to do this thing and lose a few million dollars every year. Are they going to produce? How many players are they going to produce? There aren't that many players being sold except for these Dallas players or whatever, man, if Fred Emming could like sell in two years for just a million dollars or something like that, just you know, cause goalkeepers don't go for that much, but um but if he could, if if we could produce a player pretty early on, that showed the team that they maybe maybe he'll be starting or or play a game in three years when he's eighteen. I don't know, but like, if but, he, but the fact that he's a he has this Luxembourgish, you know, citizenship or, or, or connection right. makes him well, especially valuable because not not that. only does he have that European passport, yeah, it's that from the debt side really thing, right? makes it much easier for him to play in Europe. 
but he also is going to have double the national team exposure. And he's going to have, if he continues to get called up by them, he's going to have national team exposure before European scouts in Europe. So he, he has, I mean, who knows? This, of course, this completely depends on whether he's good or not, but he has a much better chance than normal than like a normal American kid uh, getting, getting picked up by a bigger club. Thank God for uh, Grandpa Luxembourg uh, in his family. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, I think exactly. it's it's a it's a it's it's a business decision, right? I mean, but currently, I don't think they have a U eighteen or a U nineteen academy no. program. I think this year's the first U seventeen. Yeah, right? and so and like, next year's the 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 and that and that's what you're doing. It's like you've had this kid for a couple of years, a year or so, and then um, and then you have to go and figure out. Where where do you where do you draw the line of, of your investment, right? He's he's down in preseason with them too. Yeah, exactly. Right, fifteen year old down with. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm trying to think who the worst in like. There was a time when uh, you know Johnny Steele would have just just destroyed this kid's life. I'm trying to think who's the, who's the worst influence in this camp. Uh, well, he already left. So well, who no who who's like who would be the one who would be like. Oh yeah, we're taking this kid clubbing or something like. Not that that kid could get into any club. <laughs> you, mean he, like, you mean like sneaking him into an R-rated movie? Giant, he looks like a fifteen-year-old. But sneaking him into an R-rated movie? Yeah, like a <laughs> him and, Ch- him and Chacon, Chacon, uh, they, they have their fake IDs. They're yeah. all ready to go. Yeah. You know, one's a foot and a half taller than the other one. Is yeah. they're all trying to get into Myth Myth nightclub, right? Oh my god, that's awesome! All right. And I forgot how much of a kid he looks like. His uh, hair, though, his hair is amazing. Oh, that's some serious is, lettuce. He did come back uh, from the off season with some good forlorn. Oh God, yes, yeah. yeah. He's a he's a, a beautiful Adonis. So uh, Tyler Miller. So oh, well, I skipped my, Michael Boxall. This is small news, but good news. Michael Boxall gets his green card. That puts us at uh, six players with uh, international spots, and so that gives right. us two international spots. And our Backup goalkeeper, who I can't pronounce his name, is gonna Ranjit sub- Singh. Right, should be getting his green card. I sometimes, like, I thought I saw, like, in an article from when he was signed that he was gonna be getting his green card soon. So, and I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. He, I guess on the team website, he's not listed as an international, and there hasn't been an update on okay. like the MLS roster site since. So like, he's currently fall. one of the six. I meant to look yeah, up who the he's one of the six. I feel that I need to make a clarification because I've been to the process. Mm-hmm. It's not green anymore. Oh shit! The card's oh. not green anymore. Just the name sticks. It's like when I had it, it was pink. It's a pink card, but now it's like huh. the, the whole the whole image, the the whole name, green card. It just I goes. I just thought I made a clarification just thank, so people. Thank know. you, thank you. But it's kind of surprising to think you get a pink slip instead of a green card. Oh, what? It, actually, they should start calling it that, and then he'll think he's firing everyone, <laughs> and then all these people will get will get their their uh, the ideas we come up status. on this podcast. Oh my God! We tricked, we tricked Donald Trump. Trump hand and- out some pink slips. Okay, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> we'll have a ceremony. Do it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, uh, uh, Tyler Miller. So we got a goalkeeper. Uh, Tyler Miller. I have to applaud that. Yes. Yeah. Um, from uh, LAFC, uh, he or on a free. He's a player that we, I think, most of the off season have said like, hey, you know, Tyler Miller. He looks like he's available. They get him for you know they sign him on a new contract. He's making three hundred thousand, which you know is is like is good goalkeeper, but it's very it's I think basically the median. And we there. gave up what like hundred hundred fifty in Tamgam to him yeah. for it. We have all that stuff like saved up from solo all the yeah, which is I mean 
the fact that like MLS allows you to do that, where they can like, I mean, he had a fantastic season, and MLS like so long as the team makes him an offer that from what he was being paid as a backup, yeah, they still have the rights to him, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, well, CBA. Story. We'll get to the CBA yeah. in a bit. Um, I, I think it's a superb signing. Uh, I, 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 I talked to um, some smart people, and uh, one of them uh, described it, uh, the, and I thought this was apt, so I'm going to uh, use it. Um, they said, at his best, he's Bobby Shuttleworth in New England, who was very good. At his worst, he's Bobby Shuttleworth in Minnesota. Uh, I think that, like, <laughs> where you know, he. So I think that he basically we're looking at a. B plus maybe A minus goalkeeper uh, to a like B B minus goalkeeper and which is not bad. At all. And I think right. that like we'll see what he can do with Ikopara in front of him with you know and he's still two to three years outside of his prime so he's only what twenty six plus sure. he's like he's he's also like a he he is from the Midwest correct right he's like was he I think he's Eric Miller's brother I'm not I, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't fact checked this, but they have the same last name. Susie Miller, if you're listening, please confirm. Yeah. I don't. I've, I don't know. I should look this up. I, 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 but I, I think I think he's like from the Michigan area, or he went to school there for college. Either one of those things is like. But he, 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 he's still that, and like, I mean, I'm so. So the scariness of winters of Minnesota maybe didn't have that much big of an effect on it and on, on this whole no. decision. So yeah, no, and yeah, I'm, he went. He went to Northwestern. Gotcha. And for Plan go. C. Because I mean, I mean, obviously, Plan A, Manoni. Yeah. Plan B is Hart, and like for Plan C, like probably should ban Plan A to begin with. But yeah, I think I think Tyler Miller uh, having a uh, domestic goalkeeper who isn't taking a lot, but has shown that he can be very good. Maybe needs to be more consistent, but he's going to be sitting behind two pretty consistent uh, center backs. I'll take that. I'm I'm super excited about this. Right, I and think- super consistent uh, number six as well. So right, and, and and Vito had a had an amazing season. Can you repeat that? I don't know. I don't, really don't think you could you could repeat it that kind of a season. So my expectations are like yeah, you know they are where they are. As long as our defense holds and we don't have holes in our defense, and we'll see if we get another center back, and we see if we. Uh, if if how are how are new signings do? Yeah, um, um, I was I thought that was curious that Heath said to um, I think it was Jerry Zagoda's article. He said that um, they're looking at signing another center back, which I wonder if that's a if that is a kind of person who is going to push. If that is just kind of like we're going to find you know a, a guy you know just so that we have uh, four, and then when Brent's back, we either. Uh, loan out Brent or we loan out uh, Wyatt. See, I um, see it more so as like a way to try to get Wyatt like, um, you know, 30 games a season by giving, just loaning him out for the season to a USL team. I, I, I understand that. I think that's you thinking that. Because, I, I mean, we would like to see these guys sent off and have a, a, a good season there. Do, do we think that Adrian Heath knows who Wyatt Omsberg is? <laughs> Are we, are we so sure about that? You know, like, I think you're right. I think you're right. You, 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 get, you get points for that one. The idea that they have a plan for him kind of seems implausible. Yeah, that's true. YF! YF! Wayne? What's his fucking name? Wayne! Wayne! Wayne. Skinny kid! Come on! Yeah, anyway... Um, <laughs> It, hopefully Ian Fuller knows his name. Ja'Cory Hayes. We signed um, Ja'Cory Hayes from uh, FC Dallas. He's a 
four-year-old uh, central midfielder. He's got 38 appearances, 20 starts, one goal, three assists. Um, we traded him for a third-round goal uh, draft pick, which um, I think and, and becomes tradition. a second yeah. round and 100 in TAM if he does well this year. Okay. Ah, oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. Thank you. Um, but, but this is my favorite Minnesota United one of my favorite Minnesota United stats. We have never picked third in the third round of the draft. Yeah. Not once. It's three years and running, man. We're scheduled, scheduled again to not do it again. So No, four years? Four, four, years. four years running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years running and, and, and on track for a fifth. Here's, here's to that. Um, so, Jacory Why Lewis, do teams trade for third round draft pick? Some teams don't even pick. I don't get it. I mean, I, I know, know that clearly they want to get rid of Jacory Hayes. I, I guess. I think it's more so the incentives even, that they got out of it. Bother? Why not trade for like seventy five thousand dollars in in allocation? I, I'm, I'm not too good on the MLS drafting. Is there like is there like tiers? Like if you get drafted in the first, you guarantee so much, second, so on. No, so no, you just get drafted you're, overall. You're yeah. not gonna pick, you're not gonna draft someone in the third round who's better than Jacory Hayes. You may not rate Jacory Hayes very highly, but he's like. A, you know, a player who can play in MLS. Right. He's, he's a first. Odds are you're not going to find someone in the third round who can play in MLS. Right. He's a first round draft pick back, back in uh, 2017. Yeah. And and he, you he's know, we we said one of the things this off, this off season that they need to do is fill these spots like Colin Martin had. You know, I, and I thought Colin Martin was a good play, player for that. I think Jacory Hayes is a probably a, a step up from uh, Colin Martin. I don't know what Jacory Hayes makes. Colin Martin was a homegrown, so that was a, a an advantage for him. But I think he this year he probably um, outlasted that um, or moved out of that. Um, and so, Jacory uh, Hayes is like I, I think a, a pretty, you know, a really good depth player. Like if he has to come in, uh, you're not kind of worried about that. I wasn't really worried about that with Colin Martin, but you know, if you're talking about a random uh, draft pick or. Or something like that. So I think he's a super good uh, depth pickup. Um, I, I don't know, you know, if if Gregush goes out, I don't know if Jacory Hayes is really picking oh. up the 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 Jacory Hayes. He made the league minimum of well, seventy thousand last. Hassani comes in before Hayes, probably. Yeah, but you know, um, we get to see him he's go in fourth, and, and fourth option. Yeah. Um. So, any other Jacory Hayes comments? You good? Yeah, no. Because I want to talk about the the two watches. One is Amaria, who um, Heath says is down to down to the last paperwork, so it's likely a loan for for him. Uh, we talked about him a little bit when we were here. Two trying weeks to get ago. him a pink slip, right? Yeah, a pink slip. Yeah, they're gonna fire his <laughs> ass into the first team. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, on Saturday, he attended um, a concert. In Paraguay, I'm, uh, Piso Twenty, I believe this band Twenty One. I don't remember the name of the band. They're um, a pop band from Colombia. Some an amphitheater. I'm amazed that these folks like approve your request to follow them on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know yet. Yeah, kind of like uh, how I can follow Benedetti's. <laughs> I follow Nicholas Benedetti's sister. Look at that. <laughs> That is so fucked up. At first, I thought it was his wife. So I was like, "Oh, I'll get some, I'll get some news out of this." Oh, and then it's like, "Oh no, this is his sister." Like, there's like someone else there, and they like, just have family photos together. <laughs> she, I don't know. She's kind of hot. So, <laughs> oh man. I, I mean, I will not criticize because what you bring us is so much joy. But um, but the the methods. 
you know, I just don't want to know. I what, what you have to that's do. You don't, want to, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah. <laughs> it's like extremely be investigative. <laughs> it's like deep death journalism, right? I'm did, gonna go follow. Like, uh, yeah. did your heart break when when I asked Nicholas Benedetti uh, asked Dr. Bill McGuire about uh, Nicholas? I was Benedetti. still trying to read between lines. I was like, oh, well, of course we're gonna be disappointed. We're always disappointed, like. Because they say, like, oh, you're going to be disappointed. I think it was his response. I actually, I forget because we talked off mic about it. I don't know exactly what I he think said. I think what made it was, like, I uh, definitely left the... Uh, left, you'll be disappointed, I believe, is what he said. Because on the podcast, I did not mention you, right? Did I? No. Okay, because I told him about the watch. I even, <laughs> and and he, uh, he distinctly was, like, flummoxed. But, uh, but anyway... So yeah, I so I, I I left the whole thing not feeling great about Benedetti watch. So I hey, Benedetti, that, that's, that's the only watch that never dies. Oh um, yeah, no, there was some hope because like uh, Mark Watson was in Colombia like a week ago. Yeah, and is at the same time that uh, Benedetti was playing for the U twenty three in the Olympic qualifying match. And I was like, it's gonna happen. But then he was just, you know, sorry, not the whole Angelo Rodriguez thing. So maybe, maybe listen. Was, all, all I'm saying maybe, is if maybe he was hanging out with Nicholas Benedict. He could have been. Maybe they're just old buds now. Or no, yeah, he's hanging no, out man. with his sister. It could be. Um, oh, so Amaria. Back to Amaria. We need a Watson watch. I swear. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Luisa Amaria. We think that's happening. So we think that we have basically two strikers and a draft pick. Um, who has not been signed for the team? But, but uh, yeah, but part of way in striker. So, we, so you know what that means. We need to invest in Mate. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. definitely do. Like definitely, we the whole stadium, the whole fandom. The Someone whole, should own a, we ma- need to, a Mate shop. Yeah, up exactly, in exactly. Do you like know how little, disgusting the stands would be if they actually served Mate at the stands? Like just the chunkiness that when you're done with it and everything just get dumped everywhere. You know how, right. how you know how much of a visual thing that would be. Just everybody all of a sudden, it's it's like when Chacon or Amaria come out, just take this, just take out their mate and lift it up in the air. I mean, the and good luck getting your straws past the um, the metal detectors. Yeah, that's true. That is I, true. I mean, we can talk about trying to figure out how to make a mate at uh, at the bar. I, I've not. I've never looked into this. I've never had mate. I, yeah, I've, it's it's good, but it's it's chunky. Every time I had mate, it's like it's like you guys remember, um, was it jolt? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You like when you had like a couple of jolts and then you like were wired and like couldn't. Yeah. That that's the effect mate has on me. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you have mate, you're like you're like wired for like for like ever. So like, why isn't that why why it isn't a banned substance in soccer? Uh, That might be. I mean, it's just coffee. It's just caffeine, isn't it? It's extreme caffeine. Yes. Yeah. But then we have a Paraguayo and then you have a Uruguayo and they drink mate. So and then we got Kiwis on the team. I mean I can't I can't wait for um uh for for, for Loco to make a mate. <laughs> <laughs> and why they haven't done that, I don't know. We need I we should have a mate based drink at the bar. There well, you go. I know. Well what we should do is talk to Call it um, the Chacon. Talk, talk to Tomas Chacon and try to like make a, a for loco mate that they that can like, they can put their name on and sell back like, and it'll be like a, a lifestyle brand thing. I, I uh, already have a hashtag picked out when Chacon scores. Alex has just been quiet for like but back eight to the, minutes. But back to the actual like, like oh substance of it, like we're still gonna need another striker. <laughs> right? 
Alex is like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine Chacon with like a four loco like that. I don't know what would happen to him. Him and Fred Emming are totally in the could, four loco. Do you think he could even time. survive having a full one? Like, I'm not so sure. I think Chacon would. I mean, if, if he had Mate and the way he drinks boy. Mate. I mean, the way you follow Instagram and he fills his mate is like... A, I don't like follow two. any of these guys on Instagram, guys. What are you doing with your lives? Oh, you're, what it's are you missing like, out with it's your life? Like Investigative journalism. Investigative journalism. But no, but still, like, we're going to need another striker, though, right? Am I agreeing on this? Like, we have yes, two. absolutely. Especially with the Olympics coming up and the possibility of Toy being yeah. on the team. We're going to need some more depth there. Yeah. And right now we have a striker. Yeah, I, I would say that they need... Um, they need one of those guys who is a kind of, uh, um, at the time it was, uh, who was, who was the guy? Shit. He played for, um, now he's in the USL. He played for Philadelphia and all these things. He was one of these guys who, Adam John. No, well, Adam John type. I think of Adam John as like the classic. Um, uh, it's not Zach McMath. It's Mick something. Not, uh, Jack. Oh, Jack McInerney. McInerney. That type of player yeah. who, like, you know, he will come who is, in, who he'll is the, run um, around, he'll score who six did Bruce goals. Always call, who did Bruce always call the vasectomy? Uh, Chad Barrett. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that, a player like that. Yeah. I think that a guy like that who, you know, he makes 150 grand. he has been there, he's grizzled, he'll show up and he'll, like, just, he'll just fuck with Fred Emming's head, just be like, oh. hey, And the kid, other thing is that Luis Maria, I mean, he's... Like six years younger, but he has a similar resume to Angelo. I mean, he's, he's basically had like one good scoring season. Um, well, Angelo so never even had not, a good scoring season, but he's not a he's not a sure thing. So obviously, we hope he's right. you know going to well, come mean, in and be incredible. But but he's going to get time. He's not like even if he's, he's not, not great, at all a sure he will thing. get time this this year. He better be good because they're going to give him the time, or they'll give Toy the time. Well, I mean, if Amaria gets here, what are we expecting to score? He has to score more than what, six goals, right? I mean, that's the Angelo standard. <laughs> well, right? Angelo had five in league play last year. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of it, we we used a one one time buyout on that one. Right? Oh, you're getting yeah, ahead. Well, we'll get to that. You're getting ahead. Do you uh, read the notes? Read read the notes, man. I don't. Uh, I want to go to Emmanuel Reynoso first. Uh, so he's the he's the big. Now it, it's not even rumored. It's we know that he is the big target. They want to make uh, him happen. He's uh, playing for Boca Juniors. Um, what can you tell me about him? Watch, yeah. Watch so man. the last. So basically, like uh, you know, fall 2019, and then the previous season. So like you know, 18, 19, he played mostly on the left. Um, prior to that, he was a um, central attacking midfielder. Um, I mean, just from the limit, like it sucks. Like every highlight video makes you look like a god. It has, and it makes you want to dance. And so it's just really difficult to deal with. Uh, but no, it's um. But he looks really good. Like he looks like a guy who um he's a, looks like a great passer. Um, great at some like one touch play. Um, and good on the ball. Like that's why he's out on the wing right now because he's also good on the ball. And um. Seems like a very um, he doesn't score much. He's like more of a make the rest of your team look good and like complete the passes and put other people in positions to score. So I think it'd be like if you had him with uh, Tomas, like I think it would be really good because especially with like them both potentially being out on the left or abilities on the left, you could have some like interplay between the two. Like I think it would be a very good signing 
if it's going to get across the line, I have no idea because yeah. that sounds tricky. It sounds like it sounds like it may be a summer thing. That's that's the impression that the that everyone was giving. Um, that I mean, that's what it looks like at the moment. I mean, like you, Mark. He Watson is a starter said, on, on. He is a starter at a Boca Juniors team, and everybody, welcome to the craziness that is being part of Boca Juniors. Whether like they're trying to deal thirteen million people, and to, and trying to recruit fourteen million players, and like. Just being on the Boca Juniors news website is like bananas. Yeah, yeah but the thing is though, uh, they kicked off like the you know twenty twenty campaign, and he was he wasn't in the starting eleven, and he was on the eighteen, but didn't play at all, didn't get in. Granted, like there was a really early red card in like the twenty first minute that kind of might have messed up a bunch of the plans, but he didn't play, and Mark and then, Watson was supposedly down there. Yeah, and then the coach was like, he needs to mature. Right, and then also <laughs> I saw someone like tweeted a link to me that's that um, Roger Martinez from uh, Club America, who I guess uh, Miami was making a play for, came out and like basically said like rejected Miami's offer and sent his agent down to um, talk to Boca Juniors to try to sign there, and so he plays primarily uh, striker, you know, center forward for Club America, but like he also plays out on the left, so and that's also. Where you know he plays so, and the whole thing is that if Boca Juniors would actually sell him, they would need to bring some reinforcements first. Right. So if this whole Roger Martinez thing works out, then possibly. But yeah, again, it's looking more like a summer thing. And like I think yeah. he, even Adrian he said we might need to be patient, which I believe is code for waiting until summer. Yeah, yeah. And at the down. same time, you know, there were the rumors that you know Boca Juniors will try a new. To, to get Paulo Guerrero to come in as well, right? And even though those talks have fizzled out, there's you know every once in a while the coach drops drop, drops a hint that you know that's something that they're still trying to figure out. So if if all the craziness works out, you know we might be seeing we might be seeing Amarilla in in the summer transfer. I, I, I think oh uh, no Reynoso. Oh well I'm sorry yeah <coughs> um, sorry uh, Reynoso. Um, Manuel Reynoso. So, I guess with this signing, I'm I'm not freaking out about the the delay. Um, I think that there's always going to be hitches. The fact that we're in for a, a who seems like you know, and just reading about him, um, he plays for he starts for Boca Juniors uh, a lot, and like that's the kind of guy who I want to see us right. going for. And if it takes us getting to the <clears throat> summer, then we can survive. We've got a good early season schedule. Um, we can survive that long and, and have him come in. And we do have the players who can supposedly do it. Um, we just need a little extra spark. Right. So, he's only 24. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, tell Chicago Fire that you're allowed to sign people under the age of 34. Oh, no, don't tell them. They're after, I, I noticed <clears throat> that they're after like some 34-year-old uh, French center back. So good for them. Um, anyway, uh, no, they did actually sign a 20-year-old left back. So Chicago fired it. Wait, what are they going to do with uh, Calvo? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. They're trying to find a center back. He's a center back. Maybe he's a defensive midfielder. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, So now we get to the news. Angelo Rodriguez bought out of his contract. uh, So basically once a year you get a uh, a chance to buy someone out of their contract. It's a salary of $667,000. He came to Minnesota United for over a million. uh, 1.37. Interesting. Wow. I believe, yeah, one point three seven. Where did you find that? Um, <laughs> transfer, you transfer market. That? Yeah, transfer market. Okay, right. I knew it was over a million. I, I, yeah, no, I think so. Um, I don't. Yeah. yeah, 
Like so, basically, like he came for one point three seven million. You throw in his salary for the first two years. His total was about two point three seven million. Well, he then only you throw in the next a year and a half for us. Right, a year and a half. That's what I meant. Like it was offset with that, and then throw in the possibly you know full six hundred thousand some are thrown in for him now. Like he was a three million dollar. Yeah, even if team. you even just com- comparing. Uh, what was the cost per goal? Oh, what, what oh, it was! Um, wow, I had it. It was a. Did you really? Yeah, it was like two hundred and two hundred forty thousand. You you yeah. you put it in our Slack. Yeah. Um. Uh. Do you guys? You want some trivia? You were on. Don't look at transfer marked. Okay. Guess what the name of his sports agency is. Uh, that's, you can't guess it. Adequate Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so that's why I was looking, I was making the notes for the show tonight. Did actually and someone was, Google it to figure out if it's legit? How did we not see this coming? I, I, I that's I, a real scouting failure. I mean, I just, yeah. like I, I just just tonight was making the notes and I'm like looking them up on transfer because I wanted to see the figure and for me it wasn't on there. I guess you have a special transfer mark that you log into. Um, and I was like, are no? Are you kidding me? Like. Could be more like the label, like the labels on the product, guys. You <laughs> adequate should have known that you were bringing home. And just let, and just let everyone know for that three million dollars that that cost Manchester United in salary, it only would have cost nine hundred eighty-seven thousand to keep Christian Ramirez for the same period. Uh and and that's do you, I, do you know the do you know the Canadian uh, brand uh, no name brand like uh, a. The supermarket thing? in Canada. No, tell tell me. And they, you have to look it up on Twitter. Um, but they, their shtick is that they advert. They like they don't have fancy names for any of their products. Like if if they're selling you, uh, you know, a, any product they have, they put like they sell it with like the most generic, uh, like true to what it is description imaginable, and that's like that's like what adequate uh, adequate yeah. sports is or whatever for Angelo. Well, he can hold the ball. Yeah. He's going um, to Cali. So, I guess. Yeah. Cali. Uh, so, uh, I, I guess, I guess the, the ending of it is like, first of all, I just want to literally put to death. I want us to have a, a ceremonial like funeral for the, oh, but they used the Christian Ramirez money to buy Ike. They didn't. They used the Christian Ramirez money and like money that they could have used from anywhere else. To like buy Angelo, and like I know it's sour grapes right. about Christian well, it's stuff, also, but like, I mean, if the, you had if you had gotten rid of Christian for someone who worked, I would have swallowed my my pride or whatever. But it was we thought it was a stupid gamble, and it turned out to be a stupid fucking gamble. Yeah, and even <laughs> I mean like I mean so even like Angelo, his oh, uh, he cost you know, about one point four million for a transfer. And we got nine hundred thousand in Tam for Christian Ramirez, so we still are out five hundred thousand dollars because you can buy Tam with uh, owner discretionary. Like you can have discretionary Tam, yeah. which is basically just the owners putting down cash for Tam in a tax scheme. So yeah, you might. It's, like a, it's basically like a four hundred one k. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's the more complicated. It's it's it's, 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 it's like, like a four hundred one k. It's like millionaire accounting schemes, right there. Is yeah, what that is. Yeah. I know a lot about millionaire accounting accounting schemes. Um, 
So, uh, anyway, let's. Anyone else have uh, lamenting to do about Angelo? Otherwise, we should take a break. We're almost. Uh, it's going long tonight. Everyone, yeah. if I mean, you, he, you know, he seemed he like a nice guy. He was a nice guy. That's what I'm saying. He was a nice guy. He wasn't horrible. Like he wasn't. A, he wasn't wish, a cancer. Wish him the best. Right, he no, wasn't what, a cancer. One of the coolest moments uh, was when his kids scored. Like was yeah, that shot was awesome. After the, it, yeah. the game was shooting, got the goal, and the whole sports section went up. As we all, anyone who listened to this podcast, know that I worked hard to love this guy, and then I loved him, and then he was thrown to the curb, and so then I was like very mad that I was forced to love this guy. Who, but yeah, I I, I mean, uh, I think that they. I, I think it's more frustrating that they made just such a stupid blunder where it was so obvious you're changing the style, uh, you're bringing this guy to do this thing, but you don't have the goal scorers around him to make up for the fact that he's not a goal scorer. You knew that coming in. But then, like... Just tinkering with something that didn't need fixing. We needed good defense. Everyone knew we needed good defense. Adrian, Adrian Heath, like, being like, oh, he's going to score 15 goals that were, you know whatever goals this year. And it's just like everyone who like eats up everything that the, not just Heath, but like the team says, and they're like, Oh, it must be gospel. Yeah. I must worship. He's had, <laughs> prior to coming here, he had one season where he had 10 goals or That's more. Right, yeah. And by 10 goals or more, I mean 10, he had 10 goals. How many with him PK? That's a real question. That's a trivia question. Ooh. Ooh. We should, we, we, we could do that if we went into soccer. I mean, life. if someone's that yeah. bad at finishing, would you have them take PKs? Uh, I mean, I, he I scored with his uh, bum. Yeah, so he scored with his bum it's, hair. It's, it's a nice bum, bum hair. It's a nice bum too. Uh, it, it is. A, yeah, yeah. He's got like a Pablo Campos, like real yeah. round one. <laughs> I like him round and with his feet. The issue was he couldn't score with his head. Anyway, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, kids. Let's take a break. We've got lots of questions. So, um, hey, if you're at home uh, or driving, whatever, listening to this podcast, there's more to come. Use from this podcast. We uh, need to promote. If you're driving, that. I mean, yeah, I agree. I if you're like, on the train, I feel like most people that are commuting and listening to podcasts are probably in public transit. Yeah, uh, I raised my hand. I do that. I don't know. I listen to podcasts literally because I do so much on my own. Like I see no one during the day, um, so I listen to. Like, that sounds so sad podcasts. and lonely. I see basically yeah. like Charlie, who does like barbacking and, and all the handyman work there, and uh, and cleaning, and then I like. Sometimes we'll see the bank people, and then sometimes I'll go to the gym and see the gym people. Right across the street? No, down the down, uh, down by my bank. Anyway, like, uh, but like, I the other day I put on a, a button down shirt and a sweater. I was like, literally, I'm gonna see like, I'll see the coffee shop people, I'll see my kids' teacher, uh, and I'll see like that's it. Why am I even doing like? So why you're just gonna I buy just, fancy sweatpants? Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah. As everyone who follows me, on as, Twitter, I, as no. I'm looking down and see that, like my sweatshirt is covered in like spit up from my newborn. So. Oh, that's fine. You have, a, you have an excuse. Yeah, you still got two weeks on that one before you guys throw it in the wash. All right, You're good. Uh, Jim Jim Oliver <laughs> hasn't covered a majority of the shirt yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jim Oliver says, "No, this is coming late." Which USL NWSL? Wait, are we back? Yeah, we've been back. Oh, oh. which USL NWSL teams are you looking forward to following when Minnesota United goes deathly silent for weeks at a time? Anyway, this summer, what this this year? Are you non-Europe stuff, or is there stuff that you're interested in? You know, what's funny is, uh, especially having like small children, 
I'm always up early on weekends. Anyways, I started watching the Norwegian League on ESPN Plus because oh, it's man. there. Wow. Because I'm, I'm it's just in the habit of like when you wake up at like six thirty on a Saturday that like you can turn it on and like there's soccer on and so like start oh, watching I the Norwegian, Norwegian League. Was yeah. On. I knew that, like, the Dutch League or the Belgian League. Yeah, but the Norwegian League, and they're on the same schedule, like, the same, like, kind of, like, uh, you know, winter break, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. spring to fall schedule. So, so who are you watching? I don't know. Who are you, yeah, like, there's, like, literally, like, two to three matches on each time. It's, like, it's a different team every time. So, oh, like, I don't know okay. anything. I was basically mm. just looking for Demidov is what I was doing. You got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Olofsson. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I was like, Olofsson. well, without, should be cheering for. without Googling it, just, can, I, can I just find him? While I'm watching ESPN Plus, I couldn't. Yeah, no. Um, he he retired. You know this. I know. But uh, um, report back. Find a team. Yeah. Um, anyone else? Uh, I mean, Forward Madison is my like. I will make a trip there this summer and go see the see a game. But I mean, we have the pre the the Olympics, right? So then I'm I'm following a lot of women's soccer regarding that. Like this year has actually been. Um, I feel that the uh, that the Peruvian. Uh, the the f- federation has kind of like borrowed the idea of the Liga MX Femenile and like a lot of the major clubs have backed out, backed up there, and then they they're going full blast on it, and I, and I love seeing that because like all of a sudden I I started getting requests from like on Instagram from like from like lesser leagues from the that the women are playing in Peru like and I'm like I'm like this is really interesting so I'm like beginning to follow what some of these are because some of them are getting. I'm getting posted on, on on Facebook, Facebook Live, and stuff like that, and it literally looks like you know, like the one field that's blocked off by bricks and like tall buildings, like in the middle, and you're like, that's where that's where they're all playing, and it's not synthetic. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of cool. Hmm. And so I'm, I'm I'm beginning to follow a lot of that. I think um, I'm also um, you know f- watching a lot of the, well, going to watch a lot of the um, you know the 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 other stuff that goes on, but mostly just that I, I'm really excited to to get my feet into the, the pre Olympics and all the other stuff that's going to be happening in in the second season or third season of the the women's Peruvian league and yeah I mean how know, do you hope, watch the women's Peruvian league um they they post a link and it's usually all Facebook Live oh wow because the last uh, Copa America was all Facebook Live so now they're beginning to brand out to that aspect of it and. Like for example, the I don't know if anyone know, knew the the LAFC versus Peñarol game was broadcasted on the Peñarol Peñarol Instagram live. Oh, interesting! The whole game, the whole game was like like at one point there were like twelve thousand people watching. Yeah, Alex, uh, you 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 have any uh, candidates? No, not really. I haven't watched a lot of soccer in, yeah. like outside of. <clears throat> I just haven't watched a lot of soccer recently. Uh, FC, I, I mean, this, I went back to Europe, but I'm back on FC St. Pauli are back from their uh, winter break this Tuesday. Uh, but we're going to watch it Wednesday when I'm bartending because uh, it's basically like three or four of us who get together and watch it. You could be the fourth or fifth if you join us, listener. Um, but Wednesday at 4.30, we're going to watch. And then Saturday at 11.30 um, is the next game. So, and we have the local stuff going on, too, like Minneapolis City and mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, that's VSLT, baby. Are they coming back? Actually? No, I they're, think not. So. they're, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. Oh, come I, on. I talked to them about trying to make it happen, and it's like... It's not going to happen? No, Seriously? no. Because I thought they announced like back in the fall that they wanted no. to come back. All right. Because I... Just, you were trying. You were trying. Continue, I, I personally made it my mission. I want a St. Paul team. I know. I'll continue to hold on to my scarf. Uh, but <clears throat> I did have another conversation with someone else who's interested in doing it. So I'll, uh, if if you are out there and you were like, "Hey, 
I'd like to be involved with that. Send me a message. Because there were two people who reached out to me, and I was like, I told them to hang on, and we'll do that. So Because we, we, so there sad. will be a St. Paul team. Uh, I miss viejos. Fuck Minneapolis. <sighs> um, Charlie says... All right, wait, wait, I got to stop you on that one. Because the one... Not, not Minneapolis City. I said fuck Minneapolis. All right, because no, like, no. I remember this, Minneapolis. City. I remember when I went to the VSLT match against Minneapolis City, yeah. and you were like the asshole. Oh yeah, just I, screaming I, at <laughs> you. And I was like, you own a bar three blocks no, from I here. Didn't. Why are you screaming? I didn't at the time. I know. Well, you could have, and yeah. you were thinking about it. Anyway, moral of the story <laughs> is thinking about it. Now I'm now I'm simple. I at least bought the I bought the scarf that day and it was like the one standing in the Minneapolis City Supporters Group wearing the VSLT scarf. I'm like, I'm fucking St. Paul, oh, oh, man. Okay, well I bought the hot dogs and the popcorn that was selling too. See? There's VSLT hot dogs. Uh, all right, Charlie says, Will there be a new CDA in time for the start of the season? Should I buy a ticking a ticket to opening day in Portland? Um yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean the thing is everyone like, seems pretty optimistic. Even if there is a lockout you can go to Portland and hang out and then like go hang out with the Timbers fans and like go do something lefty in March on the stadium and tell them to to like give in to the workers. And also like I haven't heard any details. Like usually if talks are breaking down, the two sides start talking to the media instead. And I haven't heard any of that, so I feel like it's going well. The players in particular will talk to the media. Right. So, so and, yeah. and if you do go to Portland, make sure that you dig dig up uh, no, not an art article. No, that's Seattle. That's sorry, yeah. it's Sparkle Donkey. Donkey yeah. Dick, as it's called at my bar. Yeah. Um, Jess says, with the team no longer having any Ibarras after once having an abundance of Ibarras, oh, man. Uh, what player uh, last name would you like to see have doubled on the roster that will inevitably end in heartbreak for all of us? Can someone end? pull up the current lot roster? Let, let's let's take the let's take the um, inevitably end. Let's just like who would you like to see doubled? Uh, I mean, uh, I think it's a pretty clear answer for that one. What's that? Rajit Singh, oh, or yeah. whatever. His, how, I don't know how to pronounce it, but the backup goalkeeper. Yeah, Rajin Singh. Yeah. Rajinsing, yes, Greg that name. At, uh, um, what if we had multiple Rajinsings? Rajitsing, Ranjitsing, Ranjitsing. Ran, Ranjitsing. Yeah. Ron, let's call him Ronnie. Ronnie. Uh, <laughs> just Greg. Greg. Or Coleman. We can get Brian back. Yeah. I mean, oh. I'm sure there's there's like 30 Colmans. I'm sure there's another younger Coleman already <laughs> out there. My vote goes to Musa. Oh, James Musa. We didn't even talk about yeah. him getting oh, yeah. the team. That would be, my, would be my vote. Another, another uh, center back or midfield, you know, a, a young, young leaping Larry, um, who I think is a good pickup. You know, like another good like depth depth signing. I'm very happy with our uh, depth signing. I know. So far. We and, just and need to get the goalkeeper. top. We just ones. need to get the top. I think ones. I might go with Miller. Like, there's got to be some more Millers around. I, I actually, I we, think you know what? Who plays oh. in the league. For Miller, Nashville. Miller. Like, if we would if we could have had a left back or a right back Miller, you know, that would have been like Miller to Miller. Right or Miller time, right or Musa Musa, right Musa Musa. I would like that. Yeah, and then uh, we could have Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> George George reads bled uh, reads bled. George bleeds red. With the additions of and subtractions during the off season, what change in style and systems do you see 
uh, this season to cure our scoring issues while not sacrificing our defense. Wait, do we allow Liverpool Liverpool fan questions on he's, this podcast? Uh, actually, I think he's he's at George St. Paul, and it's like, if you're a St. Paul LFC fan, George, maybe I have met you, and I just don't know this is your account, but... Wait, those, those, that you, team is red, why too? Why aren't you watching Liverpool at my bar? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Um, I don't... So do you guys... Are we going to... I don't know. It's hard to, like... Say anything about Heath's tactics. We will we'll transition. Try. From, yeah, what uh, style and system do we play in the first place? I'm not sure. I, I think that I think that we're going to play much the same way, and the hope will be that we play with better players. I think that you're about right. Like, yeah, what are we going to do? Like, transition from like a four-two-three-one to a four-three-three to like five in the back when we play LA. That's like, basically it. Exactly. Yeah, basically basically it. Described yeah. every season. Exactly. Uh, all right. Sorry, Next. Jo- yeah. Matt Axelson says, if the club decides to drop Lunesta marketing campaign in favor of something less sleepy, what would you sug- your suggested replacement be? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, so uh, thank you to our friend Andrew who, who noticed how the Lunasota looks exactly like Lunesta um, for giving me that joy this, uh, this, this winter. Um, I mean, I would something something a bit more vigorous, like uh, Lunagra. No, I saw... Um, <laughs> uh, oh, God, I forget who it was on Twitter, but someone said Lunited, which I was like, that's perfect. Lunited. You have loons, you got United, you can put them together. That's not a drug, though. It doesn't have to be a drug. Okay, all right. Um, Lumate. Does have to be a drug. Nate, there you go, Lumate. Nate, Nate Pence, should we be concerned about our forward? Lunesta AM. Sorry. <laughs> Lunesta daytime. Do not operate. Do not uh, operate. Uh, uh, Do not operate vehicles. Yeah. Uh, Nate Lunesta says, Lunesta with like caffeine, right? The four loco. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Put put some. Just, just oh, mix. I think we Lune, yeah. Chacon mate. Yeah, yeah. we already Lune figured that one out. Lune with mate, like yeah. Lunate. There you go. Lunate. Oh. We'll work on that. Mima mate. Mima mate. Yeah, Minnesota mate, mima mate, mima mate, mima mate. That sounds like mima mame mima. Okay, whatever. Nate Penn says, work. should we be concerned about our forward situation? Should we be concerned about our forward situation? <laughs> yes. Our Madison forwards? Wait. Yeah. What's a, what is the Madison forward situation? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, they need a new keeper. Uh, yeah, Brian Sylvester went yeah, uh, to Miami, Mi- yeah. the Miami FC, the Miami FC. They're the like o- the the Ohio State. Yeah, um, they actually are very particular about that. As someone who uh, covered them in the league, um, Elisa says, "Why are athletes given passes for poor behavior based purely on their talent in the sport?" Ronaldo, uh, Kobe, etc. Uh, there we go. I, I, I've this is a question because they're really about, good at sports. Uh, <clears throat> I've thought about. Like, uh, are, we, are we talking about Kobe? Kobe? Yeah. Uh, it's it's like, I thought about this, re- you know, in the last day. Um, when, like, oh, when Ronaldo dies someday, you know, whatever. Like, how, how is that legacy treated? Even now, how his legacy is, is treated. I think Ronaldo, I don't know. I don't know how to think about any of these situations. Um, I, I think so. if you're going to remember someone, you can't just... You have to remember all of it, right? You have to remember it. Uh, you have to remember the the good, the the things that made you a fan. But you also have to put in perspective the the, the things that the faults that people have because we're human, right? And you also have to put in perspective, also that there is no correct, there's no real map for grieving, 
right? People grieve. People grieve their own different ways, right? And I, and I, and I personally, I'm with the I'm with the I'm with the families. I'm with the with the victims. I'm with the people who this will be recreate traumatic traumatic uh, episodes. You know, it's I'm, I'm with all that, right? Yeah. But I'm also like for me personally, like I'm a parent. I'm I'm 41. I have a kid named Gigi who's 13 and loves the same thing as I do, which is soccer, right? So, like, there's a lot of similarities, and I have a lot of mixed feelings and emotions, but yeah. that's just the, the way it is, though. And then and that's, that's the thing, but we can't just not be not be that, right? You can't just, like, put someone on the pedestal and not, and not, not talk about what also they did yeah. wrong, So It's like something that I just I, I don't treat about it because I just I don't have a way to process it or think about it. Um, I, I don't think... Um, I don't know. I literally, and I also I read one article about the Kobe thing because uh, I knew nothing about it, I, or I knew that there were the allegations, and I didn't ever go back. I I have no ability to speak about it. I don't know, Alisa. It's like very complicated. But that, Alex, yeah. Just to answer the question, you know, or to try why are athletes giving passes for poor behavior based purely on their talent in a sport? I mean, I think that that the question undersells a little bit what sports mean to people. Um, you know, uh, <clears throat> players like Ronaldo and, and Kobe who haven't always been, you know, models off of, off of the court or off of the field have nonetheless been so exemplary in, in sport and people derive so much of their identity from the teams they follow and their successes up and down. I mean, here we are, we're, you know, uh, entering hour five talking about Minnesota United on this podcast and let's go for six. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I think that sometimes, sometimes we make sports to be bigger than it is, but sometimes we also make sports to be less important than it is. And, you know, there's a reason why cities and towns are falling over themselves to spend billions of dollars on stadiums. You know, it, everyone kind of knows it's stupid, but at the same time, Sports are so meaningful and intangible, and they bring us together. And a player who is transcendent in their game, like Ronaldo or like Kobe, uh, or you know, I mean, they're, they're certainly not the first, and they won't be the last sports stars to have very messy and complicated and problematic personal lives. But they mean so much to people, and they bring so many people together, and they inspire so many people. So I think that you know, we can, we, we shouldn't let that totally obscure yeah, their I, entire legacy, but we have to remember, you know, that, that sports are this incredible force of bringing people joy and bringing people together. Yeah. I guess the, the only other thing I would say is if one of the players who I love dearly got accused of something like that, I would not like my first instinct would be like, I'd be very angry at that person, at the, at the player, you know, like for doing for that. Like I'm, I don't, I don't understand the people who are like, so they, they defend their teams or players. So, you know, I'm, I'm often the first yeah. person to criticize the team when I see it do something wrong. I love it dearly, but like, if you break that trust at some point, you know, and if I see a player, if a player who I love was accused of something like that, I would be angry at them. Uh, for it. So anyway, let, yeah, and you can't 
if you're gonna remember, you can also forget. But also at the same time, this this yeah. you know this this team also had that same situ- similar situ- similar situation when we we're trying to sign a goalkeeper from Argentina, and and the fans mm-hmm. were like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. So, um, Alexi Lalas, big fan. Uh, he says, uh, would you be in favor of expanding the stadium to allow more loons to experience the games? No, because I want my tickets price to go up. So when I resell them to somebody else, I can I can recoup some of the money. <laughs> That is the shittiest capitalist See, thing ever. Parallel to you are a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, I, why not? Like a major uh, coastal America city. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What? No, all I'm waiting is for like, like we're, I'm, I'm with you. When I listen to this this Bill McGuire podcast, I want to know who is the first person in this super block that's going to be able to build an apartment high riser so people can go to the 16th floor to be able to watch the game. He actually misspoke. I I didn't ask him about it, but I think he misspoke. He mentioned someone them wanting to build a two hundred forty floor. It probably was. I think he meant floor, but like he said floor, and I was like, no one is building a two (laughs) hundred forty floor skyscraper. But that would be amazing. That'd be the biggest in Minnesota, right? It would be so great. Would be yeah, Sky City, right? Can you imagine like the restaurant on the top of that place? It'd be so amazing. You could just that'd be that'd be Cloud City right there. Anyway. 240 so, feet is about probably 18 to 20 stories. Yeah, so yeah. I think that was... Yeah. People are trying to visualize that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying you. to make sure that we get some affordable housing in these complexes in here. Uh, probably not on that yeah, block. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Maybe know, around but we're going to fight around for that. It. Yeah, yeah. Toby Sizler says, can you give an outdoor parking on game day and just uh, make that lot, uh, he's talking about the bar, into a super outdoor beer garden? Uh, um, Dude, that is such a... So just let me answer that. Like yeah. Anyone who has asked me that question... Uh, knows the body shape that I instantly give when asked about that parking lot. We don't own it. It's so fucked up. We can't even get a a food truck. Is it on even it. in a parking lot? I mean, just it's just like grass. It's, yeah, no, no. The gra- the parking lot is our parking lot. That is. Oh, like, the one you have to share yeah, with all the yeah. other. Then, okay. then ask me about the grass lot, and then yeah, I man, I don't know. I I dream. Then you will need a four more local. Than, more than you. Um, and then his the better question is Minnesota United. What young player has the best season this year? Shakon, uh, Toy, Dotson, or Gasper? Not just plays, but most does the best. And then a follow up question from Grant is: Which player makes the biggest jump last year to this year? I don't know if you want to. I just All right, let's, let's start two. with you, Wes. The player I want to have the best year. Is no, no, Shak- no. It's, the question says which player has the best, not the one that you want. Who do you think? I like Wes's way of taking it. Like, like if Minnesota has a great season, Thanks, Alex. If Minnesota, if Minnesota has a great season, who will be the young player who is the best part of it? Like, uh, you yeah. want to say someone like Chuck Hon or, or Toy? I would say if yeah. Minnesota has a bad season or the same season, the best the best young player is probably going to be Dotson or maybe Gasper. If, say, if Gasper is the best young player, then we probably had a really wasted season. I would say Gasper is the most likely choice there for me because Gasper is going to play the most unless we suddenly sign. You know, you know what his level is. Um, I would say the player I want to be the best is Shakon. I, I want to. I want to see. I would love for us to finally uh, sign. Have this young, uh, young player who like is maybe too good for us, you know, who just like blows us away and does something amazing. So I really want to see Shakon be magical. But I mean, for the f- second question, who's got the biggest jump? 
It's going to be Chacon because he did nothing last yeah. year. So that's but, an easy but, but one. But will he, though? I, will he do I, something this year? I mean, if he gets an assist or a goal, he's going to be better than last year. If he manages to not miss a yeah. PK, he's going to be better than last yeah. year. The problem for Toy, uh, for Gasper and Dotson in Toy, is they all had such breakout seasons that, like, yeah. the bar is actually high for them, even though Toy's main problem is. Right, consistency. Right, consistency, like right, we yeah. need. You know, Toy may actually get uh, fifteen to twenty starts this year. Okay, can he score twelve goals in those fifteen to twenty starts? Um, I, I think it's that, that's that's a goal that he should aim for. But my question is: Is he on year three of his Adidas contract? Or yeah, he's on yeah year three of Adidas. So if he so so if he let's say overpasses what he did last year, which was what seven six goals, right? Sure. Let's say he works. He scores ten, mm-hmm. right? And then, then, then you got to sign him and extend it, right? That you're trying to keep him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think that. So yeah. how what what would the market rate for that, or, or trade him with someone who's willing well, to take I him? I think yeah. that I think that he well because he's still only like what twenty one exactly. Yeah, around that 22, 20, 21. 22, he's, uh, yeah, he's he's definitely in the he hanging, out, hanging out with Chuck Owen and and Fred. Uh, uh, the, they're the this, fake. This, he's this, part of the fake ID crew. Yeah, still. they're all they're all going to <laughs> make that a hashtag yeah. fake ID crew. <laughs> they're all drinking Zima this weekend. <laughs> Dropping the Jolly Ranchers in it, just like <laughs> I, I was like not much of a, a like rebel drinker as a kid, and so like the first time I got drunk at like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen was like with Zima. Oh, this wasn't Jack Daniels coolers. Ooh, I don't Ooh, even know. Wow. Oh, those were bad. Yeah, those were. Not I was uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I was a sophomore drinking cerveza cristal, the big leader family things in Peru, <laughs> but that's just you know. Well, you, you were drinking pisco with your grandpa. I mean, you were, like, sure, yeah, you were basically drinking Peruvian hams out of a big bottle. <laughs> that's, that's right. What, that's right. <laughs> um, so, anyone else want to answer? Alex, do you want to okay, answer that question? Yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna have the best year this year? Not, well, and, and actually, I don't know. I kind of already answered it. I, I I think that the best. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Gasper is the Gasper is the easy choice. I, I want to believe Toy. For Dodson, and in my dreams, I it's Chacon. Yeah, Dude, I created a hashtag. I, yeah, I believe, yeah, it's, I I believe you know, in Chacon. I love it. that. Like literally, like someone can like tweet like, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna get a haircut today," and you're like, "You don't believe in Chacon? What? <laughs> what? You're not tweeting? I, I believe in Chacon? What's your problem? You're like going after me this week. I'm like, no, I'm but not like even fucking talking about Chacon here. I'm like talking about his hair, and you're like, oh, you don't believe no, in get it. Get this, get this right. It, when 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 Chacon scores his first goal, my hashtag is gonna be get this Chaconazo. That's good. Right, 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 I like it. right. You heard it here first. It's my hashtag. Don't take it. <laughs> Well, no, take it. Yeah, no, why don't discredit? Take it. Like, you, I, I, the whole point of it. That's what I'm saying. You know how I, I, I made the hashtag. That's what I'm saying. The whole point of a hashtag is to, is for everyone to use it. You have to. Sh- you are the worst capital. You're the. the capital. <laughs> She's the worst capital. Mar- uh, <laughs> Marlon Marlon says uh, we'll finish on this. What three big name? We're at like hour eighteen. What three big name players would be on your wish list? For me, it's Fernando Torres. Is he still playing soccer? I didn't. No. In Japan, I think. Uh, Andres Iniesta. Japan's become the retiring league, Iniesta right? is not playing. Wait, hold on. And Mario Balotelli. Okay. I, all right. So I'm going to treat this as these are current uh, big. Marlon's like writing from like 2012 right now. Marlon, are you in the time machine? Um, 
three biggest <laughs> three big players who you want to sign. Alex, I'll go to you first. Just like crazy ass names that you would want on the team. It's the same answer. I've always given the same answer. Boss Dost. Oh my god. I want to sign Boss Dost. Yeah. Okay. He would not be able to stop scoring in MLS. I don't understand why no MLS team has ever been linked to him. Where's he playing right now? I think he's still with Sporting. Okay. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll talk. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm already texting. Yeah, text Doctor Bill, please. Yeah. Um, Mark, do you have, do you have I mean, a list? Super Mario. I mean, like we talked about the last time, like Super Mario on the backside of Metanir's crosses, like just. 25 goals, just off his head. Fantastic. Just put him in there. Bostos, 35 goals off his head. I raise you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's playing for Frankfurt now. He's playing for uh, Frankfurt. Yeah, that's right, because I saw him playing the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, Alex loves this guy. Bostos is as tall as Fred Emmings. He's 6 of 5. Have you, have you guys watched much of uh, Erling Holland? Uh-uh. Uh, he's the, he's oh, from, from, from Salzburg, and he, yeah. you know. So I watch a lot of Bundesliga now because, like, when no one's in the bar or like a few people, I'll put it on a TV or the main TV because, uh, like, I'm bored with the EPL. And uh, so we had, um, I forget what the main game on was. It was Wolves or something. Because oh yeah, because there's the Wolves fan in, around. He wanted to watch that game, and uh, and meanwhile, uh, Dortmund versus. I'm blanking on the team. Augsburg. Uh, oh, he, Augsburg. Yeah, because right, yeah, they're coming over here. Augsburg 3-1 at the half, and then it's 5-3 at the end of the game. Right. Erling Haaland Those are great games to watch. 30 minutes and scores a hat trick. It was such a crazy game. And Erling Holland is just a fucking huge Aryan meaty... Like I call him meat lips. Cause Jesse, he's, he's Jesse just, Marsh taught him everything he knows. <laughs> he just has this meaty... Pinky, fleshy body and face, and he's just so Meat Lips is his name, uh, and uh, it, yeah, he's amazing. Though. So he's a he's a Minecraft character kind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, there's exactly. Holland and there's uh, Odegaard. So Norway might actually be good at soccer for once. Yeah, uh, coming up soon. Hey, screw you, Dutch man. <laughs> well, Fernando Torres is playing in a Japanese league, and okay. so is Iniesta. Well, oh. no, and actually, like. Did you see the news about the Chinese Super League? Like how they're like putting a salary cap in? Yeah. So basically, all of their like super paid stars, like each team gets one now, yeah, or where, something like that. Where are they going to go? Exactly. So like we could theoretically sign some aging Chinese Super League stars. Well, there's actually like there's actually like name a some amount of like I don't not old. <laughs> exactly. I have my computer like, in front of me, but I don't feel like googling it right now because I like, feel like I mean like Fernando Torres uh, in, in the is only thirty two. He's right. like he he got younger, so uh, let's, he's, let's. He's twenty eight. I now. didn't answer the question, but I have no good answer. But uh, let's call it a day. It's been like seven hours. Thanks, everyone. Mark, uh, Rodrigo, Alex, uh, great to talk to you. Thank you, listeners. I appreciate it. We'll see you February sixth, or like, uh, um, just I don't know what soccer's happening at the bar this weekend. Right, right. Go check the Twitter. Plug the Patreon. Oh, in the Patreon. Patreon.com slash 551. Spell that shit out. Thank you guys. It's great. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. Good night.